0: okay
1: hello mike finally we got this whole thing situated
0: oh i'm i'm glad we did i know (laughs) it was was a little bit of work but you know you know communication problems are always you know how it goes (laughs) yeah here you know what i gotta there we go you good yep
1: all right cool so you're outside is it hot there i am outside yeah We've
0: got the cats i mean i live out here in the middle of nowhere pretty much it's yeah very uh very serene actually and uh it's mm-hmm. i love it. I, mean, I i don't think there's anything else i could say other than i love this i mean i worked you know 35 years of my life to finally you know come down to this
1: (laughs) yeah 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 and so you grew up in ohio sort of near my neck of the woods
0: yeah i grew up in lorraine actually by uh um well i guess you could say oh well um you you were in mantua right
1: yeah i was in manaway which is right by streetsboro and kent and aurora ravenna you remember, okay. If you remember where Geauga Lake and SeaWorld oh, was, yeah. that's, that's World. pretty that, much that where was, I lived.
0: That was the site of my very first uh, roller coaster breaking of the cherry. <laughs>
1: yes. Yeah, so, which the, uh, which one was your first one?
0: It was the uh, Double Dragon. or A double loop. The Iron Dragon. The Iron Dragon.
1: Iron Dragon?
0: Was it the Iron Dragon? Which one was it?
1: Uh, they didn't have one called the Iron Dragon. Oh my god. Double loop?
0: Was it the Raging Wolf Bob?
1: Raging Wolf Bobs. Okay. Maybe that
0: was it. So that that's a
1: little it. later. You you yeah, you that's yeah, that, I mean, that was a newer roller coaster.
0: Yeah, I mean, I was well, I was maybe 10 years old at that time and really? uh, I was I was definitely afraid of roller coasters.
1: Are yet. you that much younger than me? I thought we were close to the same age. How old are you? One all right. So yeah, I'm eight years older, eight, seven, eight years older than you.
0: Yeah, you okay. know, it's
1: it makes sense. you makes
0: sense. It's like, you know, it's like we're older. That's all. Yes.
1: Yeah. So when I worked at Geogal Lake, they just sort of built that. So that would have been 1990. And I was 17 slash 18. Wow. And we used to. I remember one morning they came and got us and said, "Hey, do you want to go test the Raging Wolf Bobs?" <laughs> so we got to go ride it before the park opened to make sure it was safe. Oh yeah! Thank God it was safe.
0: That was. <laughs> I mean, that was. You know, that whole the whole park, Jago Lake was just like my. In fact, I still have a towel inside right now. It's a uh, you know. My sister is actually like a very big roller coaster fanatic and all that yeah and, you know her her ex-boyfriend and all that they they used to go around like all around Ohio and actually I think all around mm-hmm. they, they would go around and they did a uh, roller coaster tours yeah and, know, Cedar, like Point Cedar Point had a bunch
1: of good ones King's Island had a bunch of good ones
0: and I was see I was always deathly afraid of roller coasters. Aww. As a I love it. But those. you know what? Now it's like there was the one thing that my parents did that got me you know where I was okay was I remember my mom said I tell you what I'm going to buy you a roll of this ectochrome film. You know, it was this really uh expensive film, you know, because I was into photography, you yeah, know. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. He was like if I buy that for you, we you get on that roller coaster. And I was like okay, I'll do it. And so I did it. And you know what? I I actually did not pee my pants or anything. I was <laughs> I was quite, um, it was quite a ride. I mean, I don't know. It's Literally. just, and from then on out, I was always kind of like, oh, well, this isn't so bad, you know? And so now, <laughs> you know, it kind of went into like the whole, I don't know what you call that. I, I always liked to. What would you call them? Maybe the thrill things, like yeah, yeah,
1: Mm -hmm. yeah, thrill seeker.
0: Yeah, but not so much to the point. I like protected things, I guess you could say. Yeah, I'm like even safe thrill. Yeah, like with my the job that I had actually, we uh, it was maybe a hundred feet up in the air. We would have to go on this crane truck.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. You see
0: this little itty bitty truck way down there looked like a little tonka truck and uh you know you're sitting there and this whole thing's just kind of going like this
1: i couldn't do that
0: you know and it's almost like an amusement park ride and i remember telling myself like hey you know what just uh just just think of it like that we were putting a chimney liner down
1: yeah i could not do that
0: it's you know i guess (laughs) i don't know i get kind of I don't know it was it was quite a thing I guess
1: I like fat I don't mind fast heights I don't like slow heights so I'm, I'm fine on roller coasters I don't like things like ski lifts and uh ferris wheels stuff like that then, freaks me out because it's so slow and I'm like you could just fall right out of this thing roller no, coasters I, are like super secure you don't have to worry about falling out
0: like Alex um my my younger son he. Oh my God, he he freaked out when we went into the uh, St. Louis. We live by St. Louis here, and they have a huge Ferris wheel, and this thing is like you know maybe 300 feet tall. He was freaking out. Me, I mean, I'm just sitting there kind of looking over, like, wow, that looks really cool, and he's all like, yeah, I don't like that. But you know, I mean, I,
1: I don't freak out, but I don't like it.
0: I can understand though because you're And like, like if
1: I'm riding a if I'm riding the Ferris wheel or whatever I'm like don't move like those people that wanna rock it piss me off like just fucking sit still. Only- Cuz you literally can fall out of those. You're not really strapped in all that well. You can have- slip right out and fall out. So sit still.
0: <laughs> I have seen things before where people actually fall right? out. And I mean that's uh <laughs> I don't know i i couldn't even imagine that i mean i uh i never had actually anything like that happened <laughs> like, right. you know there was one time i remember when uh and this wasn't that long ago when we were at the uh it was just like a little uh what would you call it like a little fair
1: that we yeah. have
0: over here it's called the marble hill marble hill fair and um they have this bar that comes across and it's like the
1: uh
0: what do you call it it kind of goes like that it rocks. yeah 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 you.
1: yeah
0: and, and they put this thing over you and you know i'm sitting there with this thing and it's i'm sure you know i'm like a little midget so you know all these other people are quite taller than me and you know they their legs are all up here and i'm just kind of like okay you know this thing is way up here i'm And it starts getting up like this, and I'm going all back and forth. I was like, oh my God, you know, you know, I'm just like, like, am I going to die? And it's like, no, um, I didn't die.
1: That same stuff used to happen to me that uh, Joggle Lake, they had that, uh, the wooden roller coaster, the Big Dipper. And it, yeah, it just has the bar across your lap. And I'm, again, I'm like five foot two. So, yeah, there was too much wiggle room. So, whenever, I mean, I would be completely off the seat, just hovering I'm, there. Yeah, that was like whenever how, you. Yeah. That was how tall cool my mom
0: was too. My mom was five foot two, and yeah. she was five foot two. But I tell you what, she was about uh, you know, every bit you know was. I mean, if if you wanted to talk about like an Italian firecracker, that's that's how she was. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah. Right she, no, I I know what you mean about being short like that and uh what what is is that that
1: (laughs) i know i'm like what's going on back there you have ghosts
0: oh the dog's going nuts
1: that's hilarious
0: yeah i guess the um there was oh there we go
1: ah so you mentioned earlier we hung out a lot of the at some of the same places in northeast ohio you mentioned the gyro in in kent oh
0: yeah
1: and uh we never played a show there but we had friends that played shows there so we would go there and hang out and then so did you go ever go to the mantis and like jb's down under um Um, any of those places in kent I,
0: i do remember going to uh um, who was it? Dog Passion Disco? Maybe it was. We played a show there actually, and everybody was dressed up in. And, uh, and I mean, we were more of a, I don't know, like a heavy metal band, and uh, you know. But I mean, I love the scene, of course, and yeah. But everybody else was kind of, you know, they were looking at us all, kind of just like, okay, these guys, and. This is back in the day you know a long time ago we used to smoke a lot of weed and all that i mean nowadays i don't do that stuff anymore yeah. But yeah this was a long time ago and we had the the car all baked out i remember we were at the gyro and we had to play the show and you know we opened the door and these people said look at all the smoke coming out of that car oh my god is that on fire and <laughs> and I remember we just stumbled out of the car and, you know, we were looking and we we're like, oh yeah, I guess you have to play now. And, you know, <laughs> it was one of those moments that, <laughs> I mean, it, it was fun back then. I mean, obviously nowadays I'm, I'm a little older and, you know, what, what was fun was fun and what's done is done.
1: So I do don't... you do you remember some of the bands From Rome back then? Do you remember Like ne- Near Death Experience And um, Evil Oh, NDE Yeah, remember them?
0: I do remember NDE, yeah
1: Yeah, I knew Bobby, the the singer for that band
0: Yeah, uh, actually They were a really good band
1: I'm... Yeah, they were from <laughs> Streetsboro So we knew, like, we all hung, around, hung out At Country Manor in Streetsboro And Bobby used to be up there His dad actually owned the towing company in Streetsboro. So uh, I don't know why that's relevant to anything, but he, um, yeah, he was a nice guy, really nice guy. i trying to think of the
0: guy um, in, uh, it was in, in Streetsboro there, uh, there was a whole thing. This was like when the internet was just getting started, you know, this was maybe back in 99 and, uh, you know. Back then, you know, I was at the college and they had like lightning fast, lightning speed internet there. And, you know, nowadays it's just commonplace, but at that time it was really something. But I remember it was, I can't remember her name, but there was a a lady, she was, she was part of the scene there. It, It was in the whole like metal scene, kind of goth scene. And... I, I can't remember her name and I think that I you know I if I'm not mistaken she may have even had cancer, I think, possibly. Mm-hmm. But she was kind of a prominent person on the you know online. And
1: mm-hmm.
0: I God, I can't remember her name.
1: From Streetsboro?
0: Yeah, it was Streetsboro, Ravenna.
1: And what year was this?
0: This was probably 99, okay. 99.
1: Huh. I wonder who that would have been. Hmm. I'm curious now. Because we were still there then. We lived in Streetsboro in 99. I don't know who that would have been. Huh. I knew, I knew a bunch of people from Ravenna. And I still talk to them to this day. And um, obviously pretty much everybody in Streetsboro. <laughs> So I don't know who I don't know who that would
0: have been, oh. huh? Well, yeah. Her name was
1: Jenny,
0: was it? Was it Jenny or? Oh, Jenny the Rock God or Rock? I remember there was a girl, Jenny the Rock Goddess. Maybe. I mean, there was there was a lot of people. I remember it was just it was the Cleveland Metal Connection. Yeah. I remember there was, and it was just a whole online thing, and I mean it huh. was at that time, it was a really budding scene, I guess you'd say. And, you know, we were really into it. I mean, we, we never really made it anywhere in there, but it was just fun for me to, and I mean, we were more of, uh, I don't know what you call it. Like, I guess we started as a, we were almost like hard rock, ACDC, Metallica type stuff. And then it kind of progressed on to like you know heavier punk music and you know i mean i had so many influences of things you know like typo negative was always a big influence of mine and, you know so i mean being that cliff burton and peter steel all those people that played the bass lemming and you know i played the guitar originally and i just dished the guitar to play the bass because i was like it has four strings it's a lot easier to play i could beat the hell out of it you know i could throw the thing around and nobody you know it's it's a lot you know the guitar is all these little strings you know but yeah i i like playing bass myself but
1: so did did you ever get to see typo when they played in cleveland
0: I did see Typo Negative one time, and that was the only time that I ever saw him live was at the Odeon. And it was in 1999. At uh, it was with Static X and Dope. Okay. And, uh, I'm trying to think. I mean, it was the first time I saw Static X too. And Static X, I, I mean, I they turn, I never heard a band like that. I mean, these guys. You know, this guy had like the hair all, you know, up like that, and it was like industrial kind of. It was it was really cool and you know and then title negative came on and then stuff started coming off the roof. I mean there was like like you know he started hitting the bass notes and I remember all the 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 you know the insulation was coming out of it. It was it was in the audience. Yeah, and, uh, I
1: saw them in uh, at uh, what was that place Peabody's, and oh, I think it was Peabody's. With the Exploited and Biohazard in like 19, I want to say it was 1990 or 19, I think it was 1990. And then I saw, or it could have been 91. And then I saw them with um, Life of Agony and Manhole, I think the name of the band was. Oh. And it was also at the ODN. And it was funny because, um, so this, this was the tour they did at, right after the one we did with them. So October Rust had just come out and like we were still in contact with them so they left passes for us and everything so we could come hang out so we had our passes well marilyn manson and his whole entourage were there as fans whatever oh yeah and so we had these special passes that we were supposed to be able to sit in this like area and (sighs) Their whole entourage were like, "No, you can't come back here."
0: Oh, they were so <laughs>
1: like, yeah. But it was funny because um, he kept looking at us like we have mutual friends, so there's no way he didn't know, like, yeah, who we were or whatever. But um,
0: he's, I don't know that guy's. <laughs> uh, I,
1: yeah. We don't need to get into that. But so yeah, he he's basically, we weren't allowed to go sit where we were supposed to sit because he was too important to have anybody near him. So then we, we were going to go backstage and say hi to everybody, because that's why we showed up to go hang out with our friends. And Security wouldn't allow us back because they didn't want Marilyn Manson backstage, so they weren't letting anybody backstage. <laughs> so we never got to say hi to Pete and stuff, and we always felt bad because I'm like, he left us these passes, and back then you couldn't just text somebody, you know, because well, there, yeah. no, there, were, there were no cell phones, so I couldn't, like, text him and be like, hey, we're here, just wanted to say hi, blah, 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 blah. So for, like, all these years, I'm like, he probably thought we just blew him off, you know? Oh, Yeah. But it wasn't oh. our fault. We were there. We tried and, and this was the tour where they had like the snow machine on stage and everything and the, the like fall trees. It was so beautiful. Oh, yeah, it was such a good. And like it was interesting because when we did that tour with them, they were sort of working out some of those songs still that were on October rest. So during soundcheck, they would play some of those songs, you know, because they were working them through or whatever. And then that album oh, yeah. came out, which was such a good album. And so oh, it was. Yeah. It was nice to see them um, on stage with like the snow machine and oh, that know, was all of that genius. It was beautiful. <laughs> it was so <laughs> beautiful. But yeah, that's my um, Cleveland typo stories. I guess. Oh yeah,
0: I mean the the closest I ever got to actually. I mean I've never, you know, we well, I never got to play with them or anything. But you know, I just went to go see them and. The closest I ever got was Pete was walking by, and you know, and I was just like, Hey, and Pete was like, Hi, he just kept on going, and I was just like, He said hi to me, <laughs> you know, and yeah, you know, back a nice when,
1: guy. And
0: because it was just all it was, it was just in that one, it was just kind of like a nonchalant, like, Hey, you know,
1: yeah,
0: but I mean, it was cool because it's just like, you know. You see him in the magazine and all that stuff, and then it's like, hey, you know, he's just, just another guy.
1: Yeah, they're totally cool. Like, there is no pretense about any of them. That's why it was oh. so annoying because this stupid Marilyn Manson, it wasn't even his show, and he's, like, taking over the whole place. Just like, fuck off, dude. I can't well, stand see, that guy.
0: And it's it's a whole, like, uh, I guess, maybe typo-negative themselves. Has I mean I have them to think, and actually I have you to think for pretty much everything that I have here now and where my life is now. Basically because I'm well, i maybe you remember a long, long time ago on MySpace days, and
1: um, <laughs> MySpace. I remember
0: I just I sent you a, um, MySpace friend request you know, yeah. just because I remember I because oh it was a long time ago i remember hearing have you ever heard WOBC radio
1: uh
0: no it was in Oberlin, and no and no no it,
1: no i don't know that one
0: they cool. were but they played lycia and this is oh, i cool. remember they were one of the they played all kinds of music and i heard lycia and this was back in the days when that was the only time only way you didn't have no internet right so, I mean, and I was a big radio nerd. And I still am. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, pretty much, I guess, what, I'm, well, what, where I'm trying to go with that was that, like, I first, very first heard of Lycia and, you know, all you, your guys' music was on WOBC 91.5 How FM. How funny. Here. And I remember, I think it was Ionia, I think. Probably. I mean, I just remember it was playing, and I just remember hearing it, and then, you know, it, it was just, you know, from there on out, I, every time I have I've wanted to kind of just relax and kind of just go into another world, you know, yeah. it was, Lycia's music was always, was like the soundscape for my, you know, it's it's it still is, always, I mean, and it's it to me it's actually kind of a privilege you know to, to be able to talk to you you know well, and, I mean, this is pretty cool silly.
1: that's silly
0: <laughs> but, but you know in, in the same too it's like you know i guess i i i tend to ramble on i know <laughs> i go on and on but what i was actually trying to get at i guess with before with the local radio thing was uh, uh, let me see. Let me backtrack. Where was I? Now? With typo negative, <laughs> and uh, I know. I, I your, know
1: your life. It's, how, you,
0: uh,
1: how how you met? I know. I know. I knew where you were going with this. How no, you I, met your wife and all that stuff. Yeah,
0: that's 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 the whole thing. Where I met her and everything was actually through um i remember you actually sent me a link to the typo negative true fans really Um, yeah it was yeah i remember because you were on my space and it was a long time ago you know two thousand. i never
1: was on there was that their board because i never was on that board
0: yeah yeah it was typo negative Hmm. true fans and i just remember it was just a common link you know that you know i and back then it was like MySpace and and uh Facebook were sort of, you know, it was at that I don't know nexus point between right, those
1: right right
0: and they both kind of had equal uh um you know whatever you call that
1: before everybody jumped ship off MySpace
0: yeah before everything got you know the ruined. bands ruined it oh god yeah and, and it's like uh well, with that, I remember it's like we, uh, well, I'm pretty much meeting my wife, you know, it was, she actually had Johnny Kelly um, through, uh, I think it was, he threw a drumstick or something out into the audience and she caught it and, you know, she he had it signed and, and I, it was just the whole thing where I think See she's not here now I can't remember the other band that was with I think it was uh oh my god well who was the band they they played with them the uh,
1: Celtic frost
0: no it wasn't them it was like uh red, no it was red I' They were, they were. Oh my God! It's like the name escapes me. I actually have them on my phone, and it's like, but the the band, anyways, they played. On, um. They were they were on the show with Type One Negative, and I guess she was, at that time, they were, you know, at the show. You know, I guess where I'm, uh, I don't know. Let me see where I'm trying to all go together with all this is that we both came together on Facebook, you know, just because of, I guess, it was pretty much because of your, you know, Lycia and everything was just, it it was like, that was like the starting point that everything branched out.
1: That's interesting.
0: I mean, I know it's like a, I, you know, there's like a million things I'm trying to think now. And it's like but I mean, you know what I mean. It's it's like a very I don't know, it's just really cool and it almost feels like it's like a family thing. Sure. I mean, it almost feels like that because you know, just being from Ohio and and then you know, it was it's like I talked to your mom I'm on am here a mom. lot. And I remember I actually told her because I'm like a big weather fan. (laughs) I told her there was a tornado warning for her, where she lived at. Yeah. And I was like, Hey, you know, you better watch out. There's a tornado. And she was like, Oh, thank you. You know, you didn't have to do that. And I was like, well, that's Mr. Mike to the rescue. You know, (laughs) that's what they always call me the weatherman. Because I always, you know, I, I do that a lot. I
1: guess. <laughs> so you were talking about uh, radio stations up there. Do you remember that Streetsboro High School had a metal station?
0: Um, I'm trying to think. We used
1: to go, um, we had friends that worked at the station. And one time we actually went down and did an interview with them. They used to play Lycia all the time. They were, they were like a legit, like a college style radio station, but it was their high school. So like the kids could like go be DJs and it was it was really like they played really good music. It was like a legit like they played really good metal and like you know it was metal based so they played all the local they played the local metal bands but they played you know just like typical sort of college style um well, radio yeah, station.
0: The whole indie scene. It was always. cool. I mean yeah that's that's like uh I mean I've always I was always a big proponent and big fan of local music i mean even the shirt i'm wearing here lorraine scum (laughs) they're a band that you know we played with them um, many times and they're a great band you know good bunch of guys i mean they're hilarious
1: (laughs) what do i always remember about lorraine so lorraine i think i feel like they used to talk about lorraine on big chuck and little john
0: yeah oh yeah big chuck and little john was always had a um and and i think it was parma too they were or
1: Parma. I yeah, well, they used to talk about Parma all the time too, and they but I feel like there was some catchphrase that they used to say, like live from Lorraine, Ohio, or something like that. Yeah. Or, Lorraine Or was Dick Goddard from there, maybe? Or I'm thinking maybe Willoughby. But anyway. Huh? That's what I always think of when I think of Lorraine as like Big Chuck and Little John because I feel like they made some kind of reference to Lorraine all the time.
0: Yeah, Lorraine is. Uh, eh, well, is that
1: I where don't the bu- was? That is that where the buzzards are from?
0: Um. Oh, the buzzards. That that was Cleveland. Cleveland was like the buzzard, you know, like one hundred point seven.
1: No, I'm not WMS. talking about. I'm not talking about WMS. I'm like actual buzzards. Do you remember oh, there like were the actual buzzard buzzards? Oh, yeah. To, wasn't you know, that Lorraine?
0: There was. Yeah, we always did have like the big red birds that they look yeah, like.
1: I, I, I feel like there was something to do with Lorraine and buzzards or something. Like they That's used to true. have.
0: Lorraine itself like the city itself has I mean there's a lot of very strange things that have happened and like Lorraine actually had a beryllium plant if uh uh, this was a long time ago back in the 40s and there was not very many places that dealt with beryllium it's uh, a very uh it's um it's an element that you know they used to use in fluorescent lights and things like that it's extremely toxic actually and um it's that would explain something
1: that would explain some things about northeast ohio
0: (laughs) i think it explains a lot with me you know i mean swimming in that water oh
1: lord
0: oh man you know we used to swim in the lake and you know it was green and
1: yeah lake erie right
0: oh god yeah talking
1: about lake erie
0: yeah yeah lake erie it was very
1: I mean, it on didn't
0: smell like fish or not. You know, it was like, we,
1: just, <laughs> we were out there. Lake Erie.
0: Oh, I love it, too. I mean, I've, my God, you know, it's like actually, we took a vacation. Like, I'm in Missouri now, but, you know, I always try to go up to Ohio at least once a year, and we went to Putin Bay up okay. there. The islands, and I've yeah. never been to the islands before. I
1: never have either. I never went there either.
0: Like I've lived, you know, only about 40 miles away from it, and I'm like, okay, well, now I'm gonna take a vacation to go to my state, and, and there's all kinds of stuff. These the caves that's there.
1: Yeah.
0: It's like these caves. that have uh It's it's things that, I think, like nowhere else in the world. There's like a celeste. I think it's called Celestite. It's like strontium sulfate or something.
1: Huh. It's like a
0: real big geode. It's like the world's biggest geode. Oh, cool. You know, like a, the geodes that have yeah. the amethyst and all that kind of yeah, stuff.
1: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And this, but it's like a really big one. And it's down there in, in Putin Bay. Oh, interesting. And you can go visit that. And there's Perry's Monument. And the whole thing about that is where I live here, there's a town called Perryville Uh and it's only about maybe and Perryville was named after Perry's monument and Oliver Perry from the 1816 war, I think. And you know, so Ohio and Missouri kind of have a little bit of a, you know, a thing. I mean, my aunt used to live in Park Hills, Missouri, out here a long time ago and i didn't even know that so i mean it's kind of like i've always sort of had a I
1: connection
0: yeah i guess so let me like- ask you
1: I, I obviously i'm super interested in like supernatural stuff so oh. Nor- northeast ohio is known for being weird oh yeah so let me ask you if you know about this so do you remember boston heights and Peninsula area where, like, there's supposedly, like, cults activity and, like, Satanists and, like, there's a TV show now called, like, Hellville or Helltown or something like that about Boston Heights. And supposedly there was some, like, creepy uh, military stuff that happened there back in the 60s or 70s or something. I don't know. Um, I think I but there's there is also um bigfoot sightings in northeast ohio so my question to you is have you experienced any wacky weird stuff
0: oh when, my you, God. when
1: you lived there
0: yes i actually have, believe it or not I've and i'm a man of science you know I went to yeah. school and did i've i have experienced more things that you know are like i guess you could call paranormal than sure. anybody else and i mean i've spent almost half my life seriously like going to college trying to find the connection between like it's like okay paranormal stuff you know it's like 200 years ago these cell phones would have been considered which sure I mean, right it's like there's a whole lot of things out there that maybe we don't understand that have always been there Right. You know, since the dawn of time. Because, I mean, you could have a cell phone now and if you hypothetically could take a, a time machine back in time, it would still work back, you know, five minutes before the Big Bang. So all the stuff has already been in place. It's always been there. We've only just discovered, you know, in these recent years. And what I think about with... uh a lot of things with paranormal experiences is is that it's not so paranormal when, I mean, for example, my house where I used to live, I mean, there was, I mean, many people that have been in my house that said, I will not go back in that house. You know, they say my house is haunted, my wife she swears up and down that there was you know that house is haunted you know you better get out of there and i lived alone in there for five years and i never had any problems and it's so like what,
1: what experiences did these people have
0: okay i guess um one experience would be there is a, a i guess I, I could call her my she's my god sister you know for uh you know like god you know how you do that and Mm -hmm. she's my god sister and she lives in california now her name is angie and me and her you know we were like you know look we were little kids playing and, and in the basement in my house and this is she's about a year older than me so i mean she remembers this a lot more than me but i still remember it and there was a a rocking horse in the basement that we were playing on and my parents were you know my parents and her parents were just in the other room i i guess they were you know listening to music watching tv and we were just in the other room and this was i mean everybody heard it they heard it and and it said, get off the fucking horse
1: ew i'm
0: not kidding it was that was the exact words to the t and uh
1: did she get off the horse?
0: I did. I think she did, too. And she's, I mean, she's on, on here, too. Ew,
1: uh, I don't like that.
0: No, I mean, it's extremely haunting. I mean, there's a lot of haunting things like that that I've experienced.
1: Ew, like that, between that's that like and, evil.
0: Yeah, and I, I try to push that stuff away because,
1: right.
0: you know, I'm... I'm one of those people that I do not, I don't like evil. I mean, obviously. Right, right,
1: right, right, right. right.
0: <laughs> so you don't I play do, around with it. No, I don't. I mean, I all my stuff as I would consider would be white light, you know? Yeah. And anything that is evil or negative energy that you could say is, if somebody casts it towards me, I consider myself like a radar, you know? I take it and I throw it back at them. So yeah. they take their own energy back. It's like uh-huh. I, but I do not myself ever use negative energy towards other people because
1: sure.
0: I just, you know, I that's just not who I am. And right. there's, I mean, I know a lot of people probably would think I'm, you know, I sound like a kook and all that. But it's like, actually now that things have gotten more and more people have you know, talk more and more these days, you know, reality is actually much stranger than fiction, you know. There's a lot of very strange things that have gone on, you know, like, I mean, I've even seen things in the sky that I can't explain that I've actually gotten videos of. My dad, my dad has actually taken videos and pictures that he's showing me and I can't explain it. I mean, and back from I don't know if you remember the Midway Mall, maybe.
1: Sounds familiar.
0: It's, it was in Illyria, in uh, Ohio. And this was a, a very, I guess a lot of people saw it. It was a like a UFO. And I mean, it was documented in the paper and everything.
1: Yeah.
0: And they went across the sky. It was just like a ball, I guess. like a, It looked like a shimmering light yeah. it just went across the sky with no sound and this was before i was even born
1: yeah
0: and i mean i have no idea i never saw it but i you know my my parents tell me stories and i'm just like well i'm they're not ones to make things up you know My right, right, pretty, right. they're pretty straightforward it's like it, if it happened to happen you know because i'm like hey don't pull my leg on this stuff, you know, and like, no, seriously. It's like, there's more to the world than meets the eye. And
1: for sure, that's where
0: I started kind of getting into the whole, like, Oh wow. You know, maybe there is, there is a whole lot more.
1: So um, your house, how come? why do you think other people were scared of it, but you're not doing, do you feel like you were in denial? <laughs> like, cause you had to live there.
0: Well, I guess the best you know i don't want to get like too too much into it but i guess i can yeah uh, m- well my mom passed away in 2009 and you know she she had cancer and you know it happens and i i mean she was my soulmate <laughs> not my soulmate but you know
1: you know, what I mean. I know like, yeah of course
0: she my she was my mom I'm, you yeah. know every she was everything to me and my dad And obviously, you know, seeing that ripped a lot apart in our family, you know, because we were a very close knit family. You know, we weren't we weren't like the kind of family that, you know, threw plates around and all that. We we stayed together, you know. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean it's also rare. It is rare. I mean, yeah. I, I always just thought it was normal because right. that's how you're supposed to be. And that's
1: fantastic. There's
0: a lot of stuff out there that isn't happening today, but yeah, she, uh, well, she died <clears throat> and, uh, she took, uh, I mean, I was the one who saw, you know, I saw her take her last breath. uh, you know, she was in hospice, and I remember it was November 8th, 2009, and, you know, she had her, she was there, you know, and it was, and at that moment, I mean, I've never experienced, you know, somebody passing through to the other side. right? But I, there was a definite, I knew it, you know, it was just kind of like a change. It was just kind of like, turn like that yeah. and i knew she was in a better place it was just all of a sudden like a weight was lifting and i was like okay
1: yeah
0: you know this is this is better and it was just like neutral a white neutral feeling yeah I just said, you know what now she doesn't have to suffer anymore because she was in a lot of pain and all that
1: yeah 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 yeah
0: and so and the thing about it was, it wasn't so much her passing, but it was to have to deal with my dad, you know,
1: right.
0: watching him deal with his, you know, losing his,
1: right. his mate
0: 35 right. years. Well, yeah, right. they were married 30, 39 years, actually. They were married a long time. And, uh, you know, it, it really tore him apart. Yeah. And both of us kind of, went down a very uh, kind of a depressive state at that point in time. I mean, that was probably the lowest point in my life. Sure. Um, I mean, it just, you know, I mean, it's like in The Sopranos, you know, like, "Eh, what are you going to do? But I mean, seriously, though, it's like, you know, this kind of thing, you know, that happened, you know, I mean, I've never had somebody i mean i've had a lot of people pass away in my my time and i mean i don't want to bring a whole dark thing about because but what I maybe i'm trying to get at more is just that really they are out there and i i can say and i'm a man of science and i've seen felt heard and you know and i am a, a drug-free person actually i do not do i used to do a lot of stuff but i even what some people have done i mean i just like to drink a lot back in the day you know yeah and really the reason why i drank was to kind of quell those sensitivities that i had towards all these things you know i i mean i've had like you know like the sixth sense and you know alcohol is an excellent um, it's an excellent anesthetic
1: <laughs> so with your house though you weren't freaked out there but everybody else was so why do you think yeah. that is
0: yeah the other people were and I'm I was I mean it didn't bother me I mean I don't know to me it there was it wasn't malice there was nothing evil it was just more or less uh It was just kind of like uh you know my wife paula she's she just said that she was like i felt the feeling you know what she said she was like i i wanted to be out of the house i mean there was pictures that they even took of the house where it looked like there was you know when they were selling the house that it looked like there was faces
1: in the window I know
0: it's 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 weird. So,
1: were you just kind of like numb to it because you grew up there? Do you think or
0: I I really couldn't I couldn't say because I I didn't have a bad childhood
1: in the house. I
0: mean, actually, I mean,
1: I feel like somebody telling me to get the fuck off of a rocking horse would.
0: Yeah, I mean that was a very (laughs) that
1: would wreck me. It
0: it was very uh. I mean, and it was it was kind of like uh, I don't know how to explain it i mean it was it was an entity of some sort of
1: so did you point, ever hear or see anything else besides that like that was that's pretty intense
0: well, I have actually seen a few other things, and there well, another one would be my grandparents' house. And this is actually one that I've uh, many times actually, I I think I've told a lot of people this one. And I um, honestly, I try to put two and two together. Sure, right.
1: Try to find a logical explanation. Yeah, a logical
0: explanation, but still to this day, I don't know. I was in the attic of my grandparents' house and this is an old house, a very old house and um, in Lorraine, actually. And it's, you know, it's one of those houses that has, like, the two-by-fours are made out of oak and all that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, Solid. It's, it's, it's a pretty heavy-duty house. And I'm in the attic, and this is after my grandparents had, you know, they had passed away. And we were cleaning out the attic, and I was up there, and all of a sudden, there was a gr- just a bright magenta glow that just started, you know. It was just there, and the best way I could describe it is maybe corona discharge. You know, like how those uh, neon balls—maybe
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. you know—that
0: you touch and it has, yeah. All yeah. That. yeah. And it—it it was that color. It was the color of, uh, I guess you know, chemically speaking, excited hydrogen. It was like a pinkish blue glow. and uh it and it was just there you know there was no sound
1: did it feel pleasant or unpleasant
0: it was more of a i don't know maybe i was kind of scared but not like i was more curious
1: maybe but like what is that
0: but yeah, because I mean, I'm sitting there looking at this and my, you know, my mom and dad at this point, you know, they're down there and I'm kind of like saying, hey, uh, can you guys come up here real quick, you know, and you know how it is, you kind of get choked up and I don't think I was able to talk loud enough and it, it was just like, a,
1: did it move?
0: It, it sort of I guess, yeah. It, I, I guess you can say it moved. It was kind of like an undulating kind of... It had like a magenta bluish... Yes. I don't know. It just kind of hung there. like it. And I always was thinking, you know, because there was peaks in the house, you know, maybe it was Corona discharge, you know, like St. Elmo's fire or something. I mean, I tried to make sense of this because sure. I'm like... How can something like that happen? Because I've never experienced anything, and there was the smell of ozone in the air. It huh. was, uh, um, I don't know if you ever smelled ozone, it's like a clean, no,
1: like thunderstorm, thunderstorm yeah. sort of smell. Yeah,
0: it's kind of like a very strong smell like that. And I mean, huh. and so I mean, I'm thinking maybe it was just some sort of uh corona discharge but I mean to this day I still don't know I mean yeah. there's so many things like that you know uh. and with the house too and I mean all these things kind of happen and it's kind of like some people would say hey that sounds kind of strange and you know like maybe you ought to go to a nut house or something I'm just like no <laughs> it's it's not like that because it's like actually when i was drinking and all that kind of stuff i didn't even think about any of that stuff right. that kind of stuff was the last thing on my mind and now that i have gotten all that out of my system i mean i am you know um, i consider myself very clean and sober and, you know I'm, I'm much happier nowadays uh-huh. These days, i'm very happy actually you know, I have a beautiful wife, beautiful house. I'm, you know, it's
1: big <clears> chickens.
0: Yeah. Got little chickens and animals everywhere. I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot of, it's, it's a lot of like work, but you know, in the end, it's just like, this is, this is what I dreamed of. I mean, I could just sit out here and I could look up and see the stars. I don't hear four wheelers. I don't hear like, you know. It's it's beautiful, and that to me is peace. You know, yeah. That was that's kind of like my uh, raison d'être. You know, I've always been this, and my wife too, Paula. She always has wanted a house where you hear the whippoorwills out in the distance.
1: Sure. Sure. You
0: know, and that's kind of where we where we've stood on this, and now I mean. This house itself is a little, <laughs> uh, you know, it's it's a nice place, but I tell you what, there's a lot of, uh, this place itself in Missouri is a very geological hotspot. I mean, I don't know if anybody's ever looked into that, but I mean, this is actually almost maybe 40 miles from here, the biggest earthquake that has ever actually hit the United States is, was about 40 miles from here. And it's called New Madrid earthquake. And it's like right at the junction of where all the states come together, Missouri, Tennessee, um, Kentucky, you know, they all kind of were that the Ohio and the Illinois Ohio and Mississippi rivers all converge right there. And it's a very big, uh, I guess you could say it's a geological hot hotspot. Uh-huh. And there's a lot of, you know, upwelling things. And I mean, I almost wonder, you know, if I dig in the ground, you know, you might find diamonds. I mean, it's possible. Like down in Arkansas, they, they said, I mean, somebody found a diamond like that big once. And, you know, because this is all actually, it it looks like hills now, but these used to be like maybe, you know, four or five hundred million years ago. These were like huge mountains, but they, you know, over the time with Pangea and all that, it's everything's gotten eroded down. And now it's just like, you know, they're little nubs, (laughs) but all this land is actually like really ancient, old. So sure. all these rocks around here that I look at itself, and to me, anyways, that's right up my alley. I love stuff like caves and geology and meteorology. I'm always
1: like, I'm always like, there's killers in the woods. I'm just not. Going you know to.
0: what? I'm not afraid of the killers in the woods. I
1: oh, am. Yeah. I'm not
0: going. I'm not it, doing it. it. You know what? I'm. It's like if you want to go in the woods, I'll be the person. I. I'll go out there. I'll just be like, come on. I'm not, honestly, I'm not afraid of them. It it just, I've seen so much. It doesn't really matter.
1: I I feel like, as much as I would like to sort of live out in the country, I don't think I'm built for it because I would just be a paranoid wreck all the time that some fucking psychotic person was going to,
0: oh, believe me,
1: come into my house (laughs) or something.
0: It, it it really does kind of it, it, texas
1: chainsaw massacre bullshit
0: <laughs> i mean sometimes stuff like that comes to mind you know you're sitting there thinking like oh my god you know all this stuff and you know it's almost like living a movie but it's yeah. it's not really i mean i guess it everything is kind of what you make of it you know and i, I mean
1: just, i i just think about like my grandparents lived out in the middle of nowhere in west virginia I'm like they didn't lock the doors. Nobody locked the doors. Yeah, and like you know, when I grew up, we didn't ever lock the doors. do you just just didn't. And I'm thinking that's fucking crazy, literally crazy.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. Nowadays, you don't want to. You don't want to think do back
1: that. then. It was crazy.
0: And yeah, and <laughs> you know who was
1: people um, killed people back then too. <laughs>
0: Like I mean do you remember Amy Maholick? Yes. That was another one. She was from Lorraine, I think too, and she Maybe. was actually dude, That was a big thing. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, when. yeah,
1: yeah.
0: That whole thing. I mean all that stuff was very uh Yeah, I a-
1: just I just I'm not I'm not having the all I think about when I think about being out isolated someplace is crazy fucking people. I'm not scared of animals. I'm not scared of like shit like that. I'm scared of psychotic people. Like I can watch horror films. For, well, I won't watch demon stuff. Cause that shit freaks me out, but like ghosts, stuff like that. doesn't really scare me that, I mean, it's scary, but it's not like, it doesn't freak me out. But like those movies, like um, the strangers or whatever, Where Um, these fucking psychos decide they're just gonna kill people. Yeah. I can't I that can really happen. Like that can really happen. So that kind of stuff like really scares me. So I will never go camping. No way. No how. Unless it's in a cabin that has locked door. And even then I would still be paranoid the whole time. I'm sure. Honestly,
0: that kind of stuff doesn't it doesn't really bother me too much. I mean it's I don't know. I mean, maybe it's just, I don't know. Maybe when I was too many times, you know, I, you know what? It's a funny thing. There was a thing that when I was two years old, there was this thing called Billy Boo, and he hid under the bed in, in the baseboard.
1: Yeah. Ew.
0: And you know what it was? It was the mouth. It actually was a mouse. Now that I think about it, it's like it, te- it definitely was a mouse. But when I was like maybe two years old, I was scared to death. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: I called it Billy Boo. And now, now that I think about it, you know I'm a lot older, obviously, and that there are some of these things that you know there's actually a whole lot more out there. <laughs> It's like they say, you know, when your circle of knowledge grows, you know, the area around it also, the area of darkness around it grows as well. And, you know, the more and more you start looking into things, it's just like, sometimes it makes me wonder, like, ah, uh, you know, I wish I maybe just didn't think about all this stuff. But you know what? Yeah. In the moment, in another way, it's like, eh, you know what? You only live once. So, you know, I'm still here.
1: <laughs> yeah, I definitely went through a period of uh, looking into things I shouldn't be looking into, and it took me a while to get over that, uh, the effects of that. And so now I'm super careful with what I focus my energy towards, because you we're our our knowledge is like this much oh yeah about anything and you're messing with things that are infinite and you can pretend like you have rules like well you have to do this and this and this and then you're safe and it's like sorry evil spirits or whatever you want to call them demons entities they don't really have to follow your rules, so yeah. you you better decide that you want to be messing with things and potential uh, after effects of it if you're going to do it because they don't get the rule book that says I can only haunt this person or do fuck with this person if they do X Y Z. Like it's not how it works. I mean, I don't know no. how it works. Nobody else knows how it works either. You can think you know how it works.
0: Yeah, but, but it doesn't, whatever. It's like there There, is no guidebook. It's yes. kind of like, it's like Bjork said exactly. you know, in that song, you know, it's like, there is no guidebook. It's like, you just, you go you out there you and know. you think, yeah, you think, you know, and then every little door you open, you find out that there's actually about three more of those things that you don't know. Right. And it's like, that. that's always what they told me. <clears throat> I remember like a long time ago, they said. The more you know, the more dumber you'll realize you actually are, and I was like, Well, I, how is that true? And I, uh, now,
1: because uh, the go, arrogance that comes with it,
0: yeah. When I got older, of course, and, you know, I'm just like, Oh, well, yeah, it's like the more you learn, it's like the moment that you sit there and say, I know it all, then it's over. You do, you're done. Yeah, that, I've, I've always felt
1: that. I've always felt like if you think you have the answers, you really don't have any answers.
0: Yeah. The,
1: the person that says, I know nothing knows more than the person that says, I know everything. That's
0: definitely fact. Totally. Like,
1: they, too- we're so, our brains are so fine, like barely scratching the surface of anything.
0: Oh, yeah. We, we know we-
1: nothing about nothing.
0: We don't. I mean, it's almost like an infinite, endless, you know, it's like when you think about everything is like a perfect circle, you know, almost like, you know, from the tiny little atom, you know, all the way to the solar system, to the galaxies, to the universe. And then you think about, well, okay, what comes after the universe? Maybe to something else, you know, it's all about perspective and, you know, size. Because, you know, think about if you had a lens that was small enough to see, you know, like on the tip of your finger, you know, it, it would look like the the whole Huge. world. Sure. But, you know, when you have a bigger eye, you have a much broader view. So, I mean, everything is just all in perspective and it can yeah. all just go, it could go out infinitely. And then sometimes it makes you wonder if what infinitely thing (laughs) infinity itself is actually nothing more than just a loop of what you've already seen before. And it just comes back and loops back over itself again in another layer, kind of almost like a jelly roll, you know, and it just keeps going and going and, you know, you have all these things and then that's where we talk about time travel. Like what if you were able to take a really heavy duty something that's dense and pull it through right through there you can actually go right through and pull those fragments of time into another one and that's where the whole thing with the wormholes and all that comes in and it's it's fun to
1: speculate for sure
0: well yeah i mean it's 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 just stuff to think about because it's like you know obviously nobody's probably gonna really be able to do that but it doesn't mean it's it's like impl- it's implausible, but it's not
1: impossible. Well, Nothing... some people believe that aliens are just people who are time traveling from the future.
0: Well, I mean, you never know. I mean, the way we don't I see know,
1: it, <laughs> we can't know, we won't know. The way
0: it is this is? I think it's actually quite absurd that we are alone in the universe. I believe that there is. I believe that there is some form. I think if life can exist, it will. Sure. That is the whole thing. It's just like when you cast a seed out, if you cast a seed in a place where it could grow, it will grow.
1: Right. Sure.
0: That is the only reason it grows, because it can. It's like they say, why does a dog lick its balls? Because it can, you know, and it's like it's the same thing.
1: I'm not sure I would compare those two things, but okay.
0: Huh? <laughs> um, can you take me to at that? Nice? Okay. I can do that. Thanks. Thanks. Oh, yeah. Sorry, for... No, that's okay. My son.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hop on. Well, what, you what know what you gotta do?
0: I gotta take him to uh I think he has to go see his girlfriend. Which is actually pretty good. You know, I'm, I'm surprised that, you know, for a 16-year-old, he's got himself pretty, he's doing pretty good. <laughs> I mean, he's already got, like, long-term plans and all that. And I mean, he's a very, very mature person, much more mature than I was at that age. Yeah. So, I mean, I give him, a, I mean, when I look at myself, you know, it's the perspective thing again. <laughs> When I look at myself like at that age, I'm just like, wow. I really was a little I was a little asshole. <laughs> but
1: yeah, I feel like know, things are so different now.
0: But things are different, yeah. For I
1: sure. mean, I
0: wasn't actually an asshole. I mean, I was always I was. Oh, well, you know. <laughs> I mean, I always tried to I genuinely always have tried yeah. to be the nicest person. I, I can be, you know, because it's like,
1: well, it's, I was a nice, I was nice to people that were nice to me, but I got abused a lot. So I wasn't nice to everybody.
0: I know the feeling. I mean, I, I got picked on a lot at school when I was younger. I, I had it. I mean, but I didn't really, uh,
1: I didn't. Oh, you froze. you're frozen, frozen. Right, what's going on? Musical interlude. I think his system went down. All right, let me text him. Can you guys hear that conversation in the background? All right, we lost him. All right, guys, I guess that's it. Uh, We lost Mike, so um, let's see, what can I talk about? Uh, I want to (laughs) thank Okay, first of all, I want to thank Roberto at Avant Garde Records for the flipping beautiful Ionia and Casa Luna. And I want to thank Candy, and Kimby, and Steven, and Timmy, and Mikey, and Durkee, and all my fabulous friends, and Mike Engler for being here briefly. Uh, I don't know what happened, but his system obviously went down. So this has been a weird episode. Maybe I'll have a bonus episode tomorrow of a special surprise guest or something. Bye. This is so weird. Doink. Bye.